rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Collum. I'm so glad you're here today, and um, I really value that you're, you know, spending the time to hang out with me. and And hopefully, this um, this podcast is really kind of giving you a couple of nuggets or making your day just that tiny bit brighter and better. Um, and I'm so excited because uh, today I'm going to be interviewing. Um, interviewing Bill O'Hannon and uh, he is not only a good friend and a great guy and we have so many laughs but he is super knowledgeable he's written over 40 books he actually wrote his last um, 41 books so you just finished that a couple weekends ago and so um, he's written, he's had over 87 songs cut by artists and different people. Uh, he's written uh, 305 uh, songs just this year uh, with his collaboration team and um, his sync team. He is super, super successful. He's a, a psychotherapist and he also has, um, that's what his major is. And, and he's, one of the coolest things that you're going to hear is that he has actually, um, uh, he's focused a lot of his uh, a long a lot lot of his career on solution um, based therapy and not just focusing on the problems and the issues and but he's really you know it's even just in knowing that just as as I say that you know that he wants to help people and he wants to make this world a better and brighter place and he drops so many um gold nuggets and and gems in this interview it's um you might want to you might have to come back and watch it a couple of times or listen to it a few times he is absolutely amazing and um and uh, so anyway, before we dive in, I just want to let you guys know um, that, you know, if you want to sponsor this, if you want me to keep continuing doing this, please uh, become a partner over at um, patreon.com forward slash Steve and you can become a partner there and, and also head over to um, the pod, um, the Facebook pod podcast groups where we actually talk about a lot of this stuff in this group. We talk about the, the, uh, the cement or the um the interviews and little lessons and little takeaways and i'd like to get to know you there and so um you know it's you guys are getting to know me and and my guests but i want to get to know you more and um so head over there it's uh rise up with steve column and it's a facebook group so it's a private group so you'll have to ask for permission to join but it's a very safe area there safe zone where we get to hang out and and do this more more in depth more um just on a different level, just another layer or another level in. And um, also, if if this has been helpful at all, please um, consider um, uh, writing a review and, and giving us a five star review. And and um, hopefully that will, you know, that will. I know that with the more reviews, then higher it goes up on the um, the search engines and the um, the list, so that people actually can find it a lot easier. And we can shine this light. You know, you you by doing that will help shine a little bit of light and you know we these podcasts are all about being positive and helping people and sharing motivational and inspirational stories and there's so many people that need this i know that and and so 
anyway, enough enough of that. Um, we are going to be diving in, and uh, this is this is an amazing, uh, amazing. Uh, he shares a little bit on his story and um, and some amazing takeaway things. So I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything or share too much. So let's go ahead and dive in. So true because we get. Please, I do not need to write another book, Steve. Please <laughs> stop me before I write again. I okay. think um, you know. Well, you just finished one last weekend, so if we have this conversation next week, can you be like, yeah, yeah that's right. Now I'll go. Oh man, I have to write another one. Oh no, please. <laughs> that's so great. And, but I think that that is just that is I, not even I think I know that that is so powerful that um, you know because feelings are there and and a lot of people aren't aren't in control that as in control as as you are you know you've 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 really addressed and and dived in deep and figured out a lot of a lot of those things but a lot of people just let feelings and and thoughts just float and float like a, have a free for all and it's like well and control their their actions i'm like yeah ha- acknowledge the feelings that's great it's like roomy you know those feelings you, you know a human beings like a guest house welcome all those feelings in you know but don't let them run the show don't let them smash the furniture and run the show. That's it. <laughs> That's great. And like a musician, don't let them throw out uh, like a rock star. Don't let them throw the TVs out of the 20-foot. Right. I don't know if you saw, but they they asked Joe Walsh uh, from the you know his own group and from Colorado, actually, Rocky Mountain Way, and um, from the Eagles, are you worried about AI and music? He said, until they can learn to trash a hotel room, I'm not worried about AI at all. <laughs> I love that answer. That's a Joe Walsh answer. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Until well, they can trash a hotel room, they're never going to be as good as we are. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can trash a hotel room. That's fine. Yeah. Then we'll worry about AI. Yeah, exactly. And that's um, for anybody who's not sure what AI is, you know, it's artificial intelligence. It's like it's creeping in on the music industry and all over the world. But all other industries. Yeah. Writing, book writing as well. Yeah. Right. Art. Yeah. Actually, what would you say to that? Um, uh, like people writing books, like I already have a, I have an idea of what I, I would say. But what would you say to people saying, oh, I can just push a button and print a book? Why Why would I? What, what do I need? Yeah, it's not quite there in terms of the sophistication yet, but to me, there, you know, years ago, I heard this story that, you know, that this rich guy decided he wanted to see if he could, he could program a computer to, to think like a human being. And um, he got all this money, got the best supercomputer and all these programmers. And then back, this was back in the day when you typed in, you know, and he's typed in when they finished the project, do you compute? You can think like a human being. And the printer started to print chatter out some printer and they all ran over and the, the computer said, that reminds me of a story. And, um, and so I think the creative, it says, you know, they call it creative AI, you know, generative AI, but it's not really creative. It's sort of regurgitating. And I guess we all do that in some ways, but that human creativity thing. And also there's something, I mean, you know, this with music, there's something about the body and sensations and feelings that are so intimately tied into human experience and creative experience. I mean, you hear some song and it makes you want to cry or it makes you want to get up and dance. It really touches you in a visceral, physical way. And until computers get sensory bodies that are like that, I don't think we need to be worried. I may, Maybe someday we will. I actually have used 
AI in the beginning stages of a creative project, I write a lot of songs and I write songs for TV and movies and commercials, sync songs. And I write, I've written probably 150 Christmas songs. And after a while you get a little like, what's my next title? <laughs> you know? And so I ask AI to create 10 fake Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movie titles. Mm-hmm. And they were terrible, most of them. But one of them was wrapped in your arms for Christmas. And I changed that into wrapped in your love for Christmas. And I wrote that song because I needed that initial inspiration spark. So I think AI might be good with that. The other thing I've ever used it for is I had a I had a a bio that I wrote about myself and it was kind of boring. I knew it was boring and I didn't have much time. I ran it through AI. It was a, it was a bio plus a description of a webinar I was doing. And it came back like a great copywriter. It was like, wow, they spruced it up. So I suspect it'll get better as time goes on, but so far humans, uh, I think are more essential to the creative process. Right. Yeah. Well, gosh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's uh, you know, it's it's such a new thing, and technology, as we all know, it's just gotten better and smarter and greater and stronger and and more depth, you know. So well, we th- use this sort of an AI, and for you use it in production. You you know, you use things that will master in a really way that's beyond the human uh, capability, yeah. or little alter boy, which alters the voice sounds, and that's sort of an AI thing. It's an artificial intelligence. That they program to do something like that, and so there are there are uses for it, I think. And you know, I wouldn't demonize the whole thing, and I am worried it will take over and kill the human pests off the planet someday. Anybody who's watched Terminator, I've read enough science fiction. Yeah, the Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that's great. And um, uh, before we kind of kind of uh, start wrapping up, um, I wanted to. You touched on something a little earlier. You said, uh, you know, one of your one of your you're a really good procrastinator and i thought <laughs> that's that's um kind of an oxymoron where it's like i'm really good at it procrastinating not doing anything and it's so, i was yeah. i could have gotten a college degree and i was professional level procrastinator for years <laughs> that's great what uh what that was actually my major but i switched majors into psychology formally <laughs> wow so i guess um we all have a bit of that procrastination in us um uh, and what what were some of the keys i guess that you would uh that you'd share that um that are kind of like you have to do this this and this and this you know in order to well i you know i think well when people just say how have you written so many books at first it was a really helpful thing for me to not self-publish to actually have publishers because i would sign a contract they would pay me money sometimes a small amount of money but sometimes a large amount of money and they say and your book is due october next year and then in September next year, I'd be, you know, oh my gosh, they paid me money. I will, I, I will have to give it back. Or I, I usually didn't think that. I would think I've given my word. Yeah. Now, if I gave my word to myself, Bill, you need to sit down this weekend and write the, you know, write a chapter of that book. Other things will get in the way inevitably. There'll be things that will come to the foreground, you know or I'm tired, or I don't feel well, or whatever it may be. So I think making a commitment that matters, and for me, it was they paid me money and I signed a contract and said it would be in by this time. Mm -hmm. 
that is really helpful to me. Now I don't need to do that. And weirdly, like this book, the last book I wrote, there's no contract for it. There's no publisher. It's going to be self-published as music book, a songwriting book. I didn't need that much motivation. I must have developed my sit down and glue your bum to the chair muscle. Uh, you say you um, must have, or maybe you did. Uh, yes, you have 40 yes, I have. I'm not so run by the feelings anymore. I used to be run by the feelings of, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, so what? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like you do that with music. You go, well, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. I got to get this in. There's a brief. It says to tomorrow. I promised my co-writers I would get them this by tomorrow or by next week. And if I promise myself, I'll probably break the promise. If I promise someone else, sometimes I break my promise. I'm not perfect, but I'm much better about it. So having that external thing was really helpful to me at first. And, you know, same thing with workshops. The workshop would be next Thursday and I'd have to have my slides ready and I'd have to have my materials ready uh, already. And so there was an external pressure on it, you know, commitment to it. That was helpful at first. But then also just because I had that energy that was my angry, you know, my pissed off energy was stronger than my avoidant energy or my procrastinating energy or my fear energy or whatever else was getting in the way. Um, That was really helpful to have that kind of passion. I mean, you have that for music and, you know, you had overcome a lot to do what you've done in music. And there are, there are a million reasons why you shouldn't and you couldn't and you can't and you won't. And all you need is that one big, like, I have to. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. You know what they always say when you go to Nashville? If you cannot be a songwriter, don't be a songwriter. It's not a good time to be a songwriter. Right. And if you cannot do it, go do something else. Yeah. And that was, that's been true for everything that I've done. I've had to do it. It, it feels that urgent to me and that passionate for me. And also because it's not about me. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in life that's all about me. But like you doing this podcast, for me, writing those books was for the world and for other people. And so it didn't matter how I felt because what I was going to rip those people off because I wasn't going to, you know, share this with them because I was lazy or didn't feel like it. Sorry, you know, this is my duty in the world to contribute to the world and make the world a little better place. You know, it's true to my hippie values, it's true to my spiritual values. If you've got something you got to share, you know, just get over that stuff and go share it in the world. You, you go contribute that to the world. Because again, I've had one person years ago who wrote me and said she read one of my books and didn't kill herself as a result. And I'm like, the first time that happened, it's happened about 20 times since then. I figured, okay, every one of those hours I spent hunched over the computer, you know, typing this stuff and retyping it and editing it and, you know, going out on publicity. That was all worth the price of admission right there for one person. If I made a difference in one person's life before I go off this planet, that's... uh, Everything else is icing on the cake for me. So, I mean, that's 
you know, high motivation. So if you if you've got a book and you are an online course or music or whatever it is you have to put out in the world, you know, go put it out in the world. You there could be somebody that's waiting for that very thing at this moment that's going to make the crucial difference. I, I've listened to music that's helped keep me alive. Yeah. That's helped me, you know. Tie a knot in a rope and hang on for dear life because some line in that or some feeling that I got from that music was uh, just something I could hold on to in my roughest moments and get through my roughest moments. So whatever you have in you that the world might need, go do that. Gosh, you know that's that is so powerful. You've just you know I've I've been in that um, been in your seminar or your talk when you've talked about the. 30,000 30, feet overview and and you've got such a that's such a big look outlook on life it's it's not just all oh, that little fear or that little thing now it's all about you got to get this out into the world and so big deal if I'm the one writing it doesn't matter it's got this thing needs to get out there to help people and it's uh that's such a great perspective I, I think that's yeah. that's awesome and nobody can do it like you can do it it's like your fingerprint nobody's got that soul print that heart print that sensibility print that you have you know you say well other people have written about trauma why should i write another book about it? well maybe they need to hear this perspective you know and years ago i heard this story of um th they were actually in the oppenheimer movie uh recently but uh hans beta who is a physicist working on uh you know did a bunch of stuff but working on the manhattan project and leo zillard who became an anti um anti-nuclear activist after the after the war and um uh, leo zillard uh one day says to hans beta his friend his physicist friend i've decided i'm going to keep a diary for for uh, for the information of god and he goes han you know, don't leo don't you think god already knows all the information he said yeah but not this version and i always love that i thought yeah, yeah. god doesn't know your version yeah. you know you you got to put that out in the world your version of music your version of the world your version of your poetry your version of how to do business, your version of how to write a book, whatever it may be. Yeah, there's other people out there, but you've got a version that maybe is the one that somebody needs to hear or, or find out about. Gosh, that that's absolutely amazing. Gosh, gosh, Bill, uh, thanks. Um, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I I do want to ask you because I know some of so many of my um students and listeners and and viewers they want to know how do they get more in contact with you or do you what what kind of things do they offer because i don't i i'm so i'm so behind the scenes now i used to be so out in front and doing all my stuff and it's me 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 and now it's all i'm writing songs for other people um but you can go to billohanlon.com or billohanlon.org and you can get that free book that i talked about it's called a lazy man's guide to success and you can get on my email list because occasionally I still have my online courses that go out. And occasionally I actually do songwriting webinars and, and stuff like that about how to do metadata and how to use disco and how to write your sync, things like that. I know you do that as well. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, people can go and they can go on all the, you know, Amazons and find my books that are still in print or even the ones that are out of print. And Occasionally they may see me somewhere. Occasionally I play my songs out, but mostly I'm just a songwriter. I'm 
not the performer. So um, I hope you hear my songs. I have 87 songs now out by other artists that have recorded my songs and I've Spotify playlist of that. And, um, and I uh, have some in movies and TV. I just got one on a Fox TV show a little while ago. So that's yeah, cool. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, gosh, thanks so much again, Bill. I think I'd love to love to get you back on again and, and talk. You just dropped so many, so many gold nuggets, so many gems. And I know that you really help people by hanging out and, and just really sharing those things. And well, thanks uh, for inviting me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. As I said at the beginning, um, you know, a great contribution. And if one person hears something that you or I say or some of your other guests and it makes a difference, worth the price of admission. Love it. Love it. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Gosh, Bill, that was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for your time and your, and your, um, you know, your passion and your, and your, and the wisdom that you've shared, you know, you're, you're all about helping this world. You're all about sharing and, and giving. You're all about pouring out to others. And it definitely shows in this interview and you're, you, you thank you so much you've just dropped so many things and um and i encourage all the listeners right now um jot down or on your phone or um take a little note take a little write down a few of those little things because you know one thing that happens when you when you listen to some something it kind of goes in um you know it's like a sponge it kind of has to soak in but when you actually go ahead and write it you end up reading it, which is the second way you're going to learn. And then you end up maybe saying it out loud. And when you write it, so you're actually learning and you're sinking it in deeper and it becomes more of you, even if you never go back to those notes, or if you maybe only see those notes one other time, you're still going through that process. And that's at least three times you're diving in deeper and making it, cementing it into your life. And so absolutely try that. And and um, I'm so thankful again that you're hanging out with us. And um, and please, if you want to become a partner, head over to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash Steve Column. And, um, and consider being a partner, consider um, uh, being a sponsor of a show. And, um, and also uh, any five-star reviews are greatly appreciated. Any of those reviews would be awesome. And I also head over to the Facebook group, which is Rise Up with Steve Collum. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'll see you there. Thanks again. I'll see you there. Whoa, we're going to rise up. Whoa, not going to give up. Whoa, we're going to rise up. Whoa. Yeah.